0: So I'm coming into the finish chute, a, a, we're probably 300 yards from the finish, and we have the normal crew is hanging out. Shout out to, to Chad Cotton from Spin Bike Shop. I recognize him as I'm coming by, and he's telling me that these guys are on my tail. Yeah. And he's yelling, snap them off, snap them <laughs> off. So a little bit of a backstory, the guy that's behind me is a guy that I recognize from racing years past in the CPS series, and it was a gentleman that I've never beaten. Okay. And could not beat, and he's a, he's the guy on my wheel. On your will. So Chad's yelling, "Snap him off, snap <laughs> him off!" So I go, and I, you know, I go left, I go right, and I snap him off, and it works.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dirty Chain podcast brought to you by Michigan Mid-Pack Media, the podcast that covers the Michigan cycling scene from the viewpoint of the midpacker. I'm your host, Trevor, and on this episode, we have a special guest co host, Scott Richard. Scott is a two time finisher of the Ordashore, the race that we talked previously about in episode three of the podcast. He's here to share his first hand experience with that particular race. Also in this episode, we will check in with Sheldon from Lake City, Colorado, as he is preparing for the Lake City Alpine 50. But before we get into all of that, Scott, how was your week in the Mid-Pack?
0: Trevor, thanks for having me. Um, Mid-Pack was good. You know, that's usually where I sit, so um, lots of good rides. Well, Just- I mean, I we... Literally,
1: we just got back from a ride today. It's Thursday night. We have our Thursday night gravel ride, and uh, Scott, you were sitting up front most of the time.
2: Well,
0: that's uh, that's where I uh, try to stay sometimes, but it doesn't always work out. We were missing a few speedy guys up there too, so I was pulling my weight, as they say, um, and uh, having a good season. Yeah, having a good season for sure. You're riding super strong this season. I had to ride fast because I had to be the first to parking lot beers. That is the the most important part of the it ride. It has become a uh, a staple in Thursday night rides, and it's a great addition to that ride.
1: Well, now uh, we have studio beers. So what what are you drinking right now? Well, we have some Black
0: Rocks, fifty one K, wonderful IPA here. I thought we would stay in the general. Uh... Well, in celebration of my trip to Marquette and the there water shore experience, you know you you have to drink up beer. Right? Yeah, for sure.
1: Absolutely. So Sheldon and I talked a little bit uh, what the order shore was, but neither Sheldon or I have ever raced that race. So we thought we'd bring you in and you could uh, help give a little insight on, on, on the race. So
0: give us a little, little rundown of the weekend. So this year I extended the trip a little bit longer. Um, you know, Marquette's not close. So, you know, it's, it's depending on. On traffic and speed and all those things. You're at least six and a half hours committed to get there. Okay. So I chose to uh, take a few extra days prior and a few extra days post-race to enjoy Marquette. So um, I was able to leave Thursday, got up there. um, So I rode Friday, just a casual ride, no dirt, no trails. The
1: race, what day was the race on? Race
0: was Saturday. Saturday. So you, okay. So you're
1: there the... The day and, before, uh,
0: so it, and there's a large group we go up with. Um, I'm fortunate to have a friend of mine that has a place up there, so that nice. he hosted a lot of people. Um, Is this what you did last year too? Same thing as last okay, year. Okay, great. Yep. And then uh, we just we we settled in, and then uh, just like typical uh, pre-race day on Friday for me, I didn't open my first beer till about eleven thirty. I waited in the morning. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I waited, and. Uh, Wait, was, hold on.
1: <laughs> was there a, like a packet pickup or anything like
0: that? That Yes. Or like a uh, yes. packet
1: expo kind of thing?
0: Yes. Uh, right downtown Marquette there by Northern University of a little Civic Center where okay. they do uh, host for the packet pickup. This year it was very busy. Um, you know, we thought we'd get in there early and kind of dodge some of the crowd, but Apparently, a lot of people came up early this year to enjoy the area. And uh, so it was quite a long line to wait to pick up packets. And once we got through the line, there was some expo stuff there too. Nothing uh, um, as large as maybe some of the other events. Mm -hmm. You may be familiar with like the Iceman and those types of things. But there was probably 20 vendors or so that were there um, with other products from bikes to gear and and that type of thing. So you stayed in
1: Marquette. Um, Where did the the race actually leave
0: from where's the starting line so there's two different starts for the race depending on uh the soft rock which is the 28 mile version leaves right from ishpeming okay and then the 48 mile race starts in nagani Okay, so so Marquette is like the the
1: finish line, correct? The the final destination of the whole thing. It is point to point. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um,
0: and you did which which version? The forty eight you, mile. You did hard the hard rock. Okay, yep. great. From Nagani, and you then, did you do that both year? Last year and this year? Correct. Okay. Yep. Great. Yep. So, um, but it was a blast. I mean, I came into Saturday, race day, in much better condition than I was, the Th- year prior. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Um, What, so what time did the race start and what, what was the weather like
0: this year for your, for your race? Weather was perfect. Um, it was, uh, you know, it's the UP. I mean, it was probably 60 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Start time was, uh, 10 o'clock. Okay.
1: So it wasn't super
0: early. No. It starts an hour after the 28 mile startup. Um, Which is fine, and it it, you know it worked out. We had enough people staying at the house, so logistically, because it's a point-to-point race, you know, you get drivers that will take you to the start, drop you off. Do you you know? uh, Do they have like
1: a shuttle system for people that don't have that luxury, or um, do you know at
0: all about that? I've never had to use that. I mean, again, it's only my second uh, order shore, but I know that they have tags for shuttling gear like bags and Mm -hmm. things like that Mm -hmm. so i assume that's probably also the case for for riders okay
1: now the they it's claimed or it's it's uh it's branded as a mountain bike race but talk a little bit about the conditions and uh and how technical it is how smooth it is um not, personally, not riding up in Marquette, I know that they have some pretty gnarly trails, but I'm just kind of interested about how this specific
0: one is yes, so yes, it's branded as a mountain bike race it's um, very similar to Iceman, which more people are probably familiar with, mm-hmm. where they also call a mountain bike race, but you have a lot of two track, um, a lot of passing in the forty eight mile version. Of or to shore, there's less single track than there is in the thirty mile Iceman. To put it in perspective, okay, okay. So it's very little single track, and it's most, it's all at the end, within the last you know ten miles. It's it's really close to the end. So there was no like, you didn't experience a lot of bottleneck issues with the the correct the single track. No, no, you don't have that at all. The other thing they brand themselves for is being. The largest mass start. It's a mass start. It's a mass start. Oh well, cool. interesting.
1: Interesting. It
0: is interesting. And and um, how, did that, how did that how that go? <laughs> so, for us in the forty-eight mile, I mean, it, we start like I said in in Nagani, and it's about two miles of pavement, and it's not speed regulated. I mean, they have a car out front and a motorbike, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you you go as fast as you want to go. And it's a little sketchy because sure. this, again, is a mountain bike race, and you've got a lot of people on mountain bikes yeah. that are not used to starting and riding it. Or riding at, in big groups. In big and, groups yep, yep. and at speed. So we're at speeds of 25-plus miles sure. an hour yeah. to start. And luckily, once it funnels off of pavement, you're still in two-track, and it, it stays okay. Um, I heard stories of the 28-mile version has a similar start. Mm-hmm. And there was some pretty bad wrecks at the start of that race. Um, so there was actually a kid that got hospitalized. And, oh, yeah, And so I, I thought, I know that's how they brand themselves to be a mass start race, but mm-hmm. I thought, man, I, I've done the Hanson Hills 50, and they do something similar, but they kind of roll you, they pace you. Sure, a neutral rollout. Neutral rollout, right, So yep. you, that you're familiar with. And I think something like that would be a mm. little bit easier for people to position themselves yeah. safely than just
1: I can see I can see a lot of pros and I mean mm-hmm. Iceman of course they do waves Correct. and then um, this one does a, a mass start and I can see pros and cons for both.
0: Right. And I I guess they probably won't switch to waves because they brand themselves v- as sure. a mass start. Sure, sure. But they could still be a mass start race with a neutral roll neutral roll. yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
1: One question Sheldon had and uh, I'm sure other people might be wondering is the the gear maybe the gear you used but then other gear that you saw other other bikes that you saw people riding. So wh- what did you ride and then what was the majority bike type of bike that you saw people riding for this course So
0: as usual i handicap myself and ride a rigid tail 27.5 plus bike okay um but i saw everything from obviously fat bikes but there's a category separate for those um i did see some gravel drop bar Mm -hmm. bikes but Nothing traditional. I mean, they're still on like a... Like a big two-inch big, tire Yeah, big or two-inch yeah. tire, yeah. If it, you know, uh-huh. the, the way the new gravel bikes are set up, and it's that's become popular, too. And that, you, that race is absolutely set up for that type of thing, too. Do you have any idea, the winner, what they were riding? Do you know? I never saw him. Couldn't catch him. <laughs> I do not. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I'm just curious. <laughs> um, no, I don't, but... That being said, you'd also asked about the condition of the trail. This year, I thought the trail was a little bit more difficult uh, than the year prior uh, because it was really dry. So you, there was a lot of sand. Um, mm. there was, there's still these mud pits, these black mud, red dirt pits. That I've, I mean, I, it doesn't matter how dry it is that you've got this mud section there. Um, I don't know if it's just spring-fed stuff or how yeah. how this works out, but um, they were still so super dry, but also with these in, yeah, this mud. Within thrown in. the first ten miles, you get this section of this this mud stuff Weird. that you've got to get through. Um, some stuff you can get around. You mm-hmm. know, the edges stay dry. You can get kind of get around, but there's there's definitely some sections where you're you've got to roll through this mud and through this water. So I mean, so your hardtail was worked fine it, it worked fine yeah i mean that's 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 my rig and that's that's what i ran and that's did you what see I've been... many
1: people riding a full suspension
0: or yes well, every day i see many people riding full <laughs> suspension i think that's kind of the wave yeah. um you know it's i mean i think that's for comfort i mean there's nothing technical in the yeah. trail that warrants uh so full that's, suspension
1: uh, that's interesting though because when i hear of a of, of marquette racing or up any anything like that? Um, I think of a technical trail. I think of a rocky trail. Um, but you're saying or to shore, not that.
0: Not that. Okay. Not that. There's no part. I of- mean, or
1: is in the name, and I just think of
0: rocks everywhere. Yeah. But Yeah. No, that's that race uh, is not. Indicative of the trail system that's in Marquette. Okay. So um, I was able to spend obviously, like I told you, a couple extra days, and I did ride a lot of single Some track of and yep. from the Ramba system and the and the N T N system and that stuff is very technical. Okay. And and it's 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 great and um, and I wished I had a full suspension. I wished I had a dropper post and all those things. But not necessary for order Shore. Um, it's just a fast race. Um, most of your climbing in order Shore for the 48 mile is in the first 20 miles. Mm-hmm. Um, then you merge in with the 28 mile group and that, you know, the topography of that, it kind of works its way back down to the lake into Marquette. Do you know um,
1: offhand or you can check your, your stats, uh, What what's the the total
0: elevation gain for the... My Strava told me about 2,000 feet. Okay, okay. Um, so, so I mean, it's... But again, and that's mostly early. Yeah. It's mostly early. Yeah. Um, Last year, I made the mistake of, I think I went out a little too strong. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, this year, I, I I was looking at the first... So, they have, like, the first 10 miles. They said, like, so the first railroad tracks. And I was actually five minutes slower this year in the first 10 mile segment really yes and then ended up beating my last year's time but by over 20 minutes yeah so you obviously pace yourself i pace much yourself. better because i knew i was anticipating and i was told that 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 second part that is kind of doubt but it, you still still need the legs to be able to take advantage of that and work yeah. with groups so yeah. i knew if I, I paced myself a little bit better that i could really take advantage of the second half of that race yeah in that in from there i obviously did that um that's great
1: so yeah so like you were saying so you you beat your time by by 20 plus minutes it was like
0: 23 minutes 23 minutes yeah
1: um i and only two
0: times i mean i think that's a pretty good and like i said this year i'm having a, a much better year i mean everything that i've raced this year that i've done in the past i've had a better result um, so, um, you know, last year for the first time, and I, and I, you know, I, like I said, I kind of bonked a little bit in that second hand. I ended up doing about three and a half hour race. Actually, exactly three hours, 30 minutes. And so, my first goal is always just try to do better than you did the year prior. Sure. And I set a secondary goal. I was trying to shoot for about three hours and just missed it. I was three hours, seven minutes. Um, but you know, it was good enough for a top 20 finish. Um, I Yeah, that's fantastic. My age group, I bumped up 29 positions that's in my great. age group. And I averaged almost two miles an hour faster well, in I mean, the race. All positives. Yeah. So the terrain wasn't
1: very technical, but were there any specific spots that you felt uh, were more difficult than other spots or notable areas that you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, so, so anyone that's raced or to shore has heard of Misery Hill. So that is a section through the power lines, um, and it's really steep, loose rock, and it's not rideable. So the, the hold l- on, real quick. What do you mean by through the power lines? Is it <laughs> so that becomes kind of the the every time you get into the power line section of Auto Shore, you're climbing. Okay, that gl- it you start to get that. It's just like oh, we're we're back in the power lines, and the funny part is sometimes you may cross the power lines. And you may not turn up them and start climbing. You uh-huh. may just be passing through into another section, and then you'll circle back again. But one of the things usually with order shores, once you get into the power lines, you're probably going to have a climb section. It's just like and a hill
1: that's that's like cut out where the power lines are coming. Yeah, through. So, right. Yeah. It's,
0: it's a section where they've cleared out trees to run large power okay. lines, yep. and there's usually it's two track that's that uh-huh. runs up alongside of them sure. for. For off-road vehicles, servicing, okay. or whatever, whatever they use them for. But for race day, we're on our mountain bikes. So one of the sections, Misery Hill, is a, a pretty large climb, um, very loose shale rock, granite, sand, and it's not rideable by most. And what we like to do is when you get to the top, there's usually staff or photographers. And the question is, how many people did you see ride Misery Hill. <laughs> and actually this year no one rode Misery oh, Hill. Oh my goodness. Even even the, the front guys, the pros wow. and stuff, they all um, either ran up it with their bikes or yeah. walked. Um, and depending on where you're at in race, it, it's not even an option. So you'll get there and they'll you'll be two lines of people walking their bikes up. So it's, it's What like, what
1: uh how far are you
0: in the race when Misery um, Hill comes so up? So that's um probably between mile 15, 20, Okay. Uh, somewhere in there uh, I don't know exactly but and it's so you've got the first big hill misery hill and then it kind of goes down you got another uh, rock climb too that's that is rideable um, it becomes the game where it's how much energy or effort do you want to put into riding up this hill mm-hmm. as opposed to you know walking yeah, the bike up yeah, or yeah. Even, even with a jog or a pace that yeah. um, that puts you in a better position but um, but yeah no one no one rode misery no hill no one rode misery hill this year
1: oh, wow I heard a story of basically kind of the finishing shoot or the last couple K or whatever you were coming in. You had a couple pe- – take it from here. You had a couple people on your
0: wheel. Um, yes, so you, you roll back into town and you get off of the dirt and the gravel and the single track and you get back on the pavement um, for the last mile or so. And I had uh, had a couple guys that latched on to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming into the finish chute. About a, a, we're probably 300 yards from the finish, and we have the normal crew is hanging out, spectating. Mm-hmm. So these are, you know, friends and, and big crowd. And big, big. Well, you know, there, the well, there's a there's a large crowd, but this is this is the this is the house group, right? This is the the crew that came up. In okay. Part, you know, okay. Some of them were 28 mile racers that had finished okay. already. Some of them were just support. Like I said, that gave us. So this us is rides your your crew. Back. This is our crew. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, shout out to to Chad Cotton from Spin Bike Shop I recognize him as I'm coming by And he's telling me that these guys are on my tail yeah. And he's yelling snap them off Snap <laughs> them off So a little bit of a backstory: The guy that's behind me Is a guy that I recognize from racing years past In the CPS series And it was a gentleman that I've never beaten okay. And could not beat And he's, a, he's the guy on my wheel On your wheel so Chad's yelling, snap him off, snap him <laughs> off, so I go and I you know I go left, I go right and I snap him off and it works. <laughs> and I had a, just enough energy to sum up a finish and how far
1: behind were they when you uh, when you rolled through the finish line.
0: Um, it ended up being seconds yeah like Second. there was a, I mean it was yeah you had a gap though you I had had a gap. Decent I built gap. a gap Nice. Yeah. because the last thing I got them a, there was a straightaway when I decided to go. And I got enough of advantage. It does a little bit of a chicane. It goes to the left uh-huh. and then back to the right into the line. And I put enough position in there that it's, yeah. it, uh, you know, and it was a you know at least a second off the guy that was on my on the wheel behind me. That's so. fantastic. So you finish the race, and uh, I I could imagine that
1: you are hankering for a beverage, maybe the, even a beer.
0: They had a beer tent and. The beer tent got hit pretty hard by the 28 mile riders because they were done quite a bit earlier because they started an hour earlier and had 20 less miles to ride, and um, so they the, the kegs were pretty thin by the time we got down there. Uh, but it's still still a good time. Um, they also have multiple races for kids too. They have I think they have a 10 mile version. Yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah. A, you know, a small youth. I don't know the exact distance of all the smaller races, but they they stagger those starts where some of those races don't start until well after uh, majority of the 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 forty eight miler and twenty eight milers come in. So, well, it's um, kind of fun. So that everyone can kind of cheer on the kids and yeah. And then they do uh, something different, like I've never seen before at any other race. The award ceremony is several hours mm-hmm. after. Um, like at six thirty at night, they they go the same oh, wow. civic center where you registered and got packet pickup. Mm-hmm. They set up a stage and they do, and they I mean they all the age groups. They start with the young kids and they bring them all up there for the podium and their trophies, and um, it's really unique. I mean it's 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 uh, I mean I know I've done races in the past where. I mean, I probably finished so poorly that I I think I missed the podium in in trophies awards because because you're still <laughs> racing because I was still racing, <laughs> but um, so this is a, they definitely stagger that and yeah. and it's nice, especially see the kids. I mean, it, just to see sure. the kids going up and getting their awards, and they're just as happy as heck. And-
1: so uh, so obviously, I mean, it's a it's a large race. Um, you kind of made a vacation out of it, or or like a, at least a little getaway. Did you? It, yes. w- would it be a, like a destination race for for people in Michigan to to go
0: and and visit and, and take a few days just like you did? Absolutely. And I, I think that is the trend and I think that's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people, and like I said, I took six days um, and went up there and there I mean, there's people that are there for a week plus. I had some friends that were there in Marquette for the race, left there, then went up to Copper Harbor. Okay. for a few days yeah. to camping and riding trails up yeah, in copper great, harbor great trails um, up there yeah so mm-hmm. definitely and super family oriented um again because of all the different races and for the ages and stuff like right. that and i i think that's a trend in in mountain bike racing i mean getting youth involved and all that stuff Absolutely. It is, it's 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 well represented a, a, a in a positive
1: trend in my in my opinion yeah that's great a couple questions then will you be going back next year
0: to order Shore? I think this has become uh, a staple in my race regimen. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, again, just for everything that it encompasses, just Marquette going up yeah. there, just beautiful area. And I
1: mean, in, you may you may have just like sh- sold me on the whole thing. I, I I know the race itself looked amazing, and Sheldon and I both have talked about, oh man, that'd be great to go up there. But uh, I, I'm a sucker for. For the whole experience and and what you've been talking about between the 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 uh, um, outside of the race, the the other the other trails that you've gone on, and um, just Marquette itself. Um, I'm in, man.
0: I'm yeah, I'm all yeah, in. You've got you know multiple breweries. You got Cognition yep. Brewery. You got Ordoc. You got Black Rock. Um, and then my other question was, what is your
1: next race this season, um, or races? What what else do you have going
0: on this season? So the only thing that I have officially signed up for to this point is Iceman. So which course, is a big one. Which is a big one. and But then that's, again, another staple. Like that's yep, yep. every year you have to sign up for Ace, Iceman. Um, I, of course, you used to have to commit to these races so much ahead of time. Um, Iceman, that's kind of changed a little bit now. They, You know, I, 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 I joke the first Iceman I did, uh, I guess this is about seven years ago six seven years ago it took me longer to register for that race than it did to race the Oop. race because so you got to sign up online and you're trying to go through uh-huh. and it's it's busy and you're you're waiting and you're trying to do it, it took me two and a half hours to register for was the this race. was this like
1: the the day of dial up
0: or something <laughs> it, yes yeah yeah i mean it's it it, it it was that way. And it so they, things have changed. You know, yeah, prices yeah. have gone up. And it's so, it's, it, and then now. Seven they, years ago it was not dial up. And <laughs> it's, it's, um, the other thing that's changed too is now that if you're a past racer, you, you get preferential, you get a week early to, to, to register and oh, stuff sure, So it's, yeah. it's, it's obviously changed a lot. You can go, of course, you can go to location. You can go to Bell's Brewery. Yeah. I think they do one up in Traverse City's a, a second location. Yeah, like a Monks or something yeah, like that. Seven yeah, seven Monks and then, and sign up. But, um, so that's the only race I'm committed to at this point. Is mm-hmm. Iceman. I'm thinking about putting in two more between now and then. I um, I'm thinking about doing. There's a Bear Claw. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it's a mountain bike race up Cadillac. I'm thinking about that, and then uh, Peak to Peak is one that has been on the radar. It's a great, you know, it's in October. It's you know good prep before Iceman. Um, and I've yet to do that race, okay. and I've heard that's a blast and a really good time. Still a mountain bike race? Still a mountain bike yeah. race. And uh, and so that's that. those are the two that I've got my eye on but have not officially committed to yet. Okay. Well, Scott, thank you for being here. Thank you for talking
1: to us and uh, shedding some light on to Shore. And we'll have to bring you back when you race some of the other mountain bike races this season. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. All right, now let's check in with Sheldon from the mountains of Colorado.
2: Hey everybody, this is Sheldon checking in from beautiful Colorado. I flew in yesterday morning and immediately headed out to Leadville. And uh, I have been enjoying for the last almost 24 hours some fantastic altitude sickness symptoms. Uh, Basically I've kind of had flu-like nausea headache Um, woke up this morning with some uh, kind of body chills Um, been drinking a bunch of yerba mate uh, with ginger and that's been helping my stomach a bunch but uh, I'm starting to feel a bit better, I just left Leadville and I am about halfway to Gunnison on my way to Lake City. Um, I hope everyone's having a great week in the mid-pack, um, hopefully in the next 12 hours or so my altitude sickness symptoms should be subsiding. According to the spectacular WebMD that also said that I'm probably dying of some type of cancer. But uh I will be checking in this evening, hopefully feeling a little bit uh more peppy and uh not so under the weather. But the views are spectacular out here. I did a little bit of riding yesterday, not much, just uh enough to realize how much my body does not like riding at uh, yesterday I went over 11,000 feet my lungs were on fire uh, muscles felt good that was the one promising thing is uh, my muscles never really got too painful but um, yeah I'm gonna go hop back in the car complete this drive I've been taking lots of pictures so in the next uh... little bit we'll start getting some of these posted up to the instagram all right everybody have a great uh weekend in the mid pack and i will check in later
1: Now, I'm no expert, but uh, the symptoms that Sheldon was just giving us for his altitude sickness uh, seems more like he's just hungover, but whatever. I'm certainly not jealous of that, but I am super jealous of his trip out there and the opportunity he has to race the Alpine 50. By the time this episode is released, Sheldon may be in the middle of the race itself or have already finished, so we will... uh, for sure be waiting to see how he did and hear all about it in the next episode when he recaps the Lake City Alpine 50. Thank you again to Scott Richard for making the time to be with us and to share his experience of the Orta Shore. Of course, thank you for listening. As summer winds down, we're looking at a busy fall for the Dirty Chain podcast, highlighting the remainder of the racing season, but especially looking forward to the Iceman Cometh challenge. We hope to have a lot of good material for you as we get closer to that race in the next couple months. But as always, keep your chain clean, but get your chain dirty. See you in the mid-pack.